You are now listening to Chakras and Shotguns. Welcome back to Shockers and Shotguns, episode 27. I'm Jen. And I'm Mick. Welcome back. What's up? How you doing? What's happening? What's up? What's up? You remember that song? I do. <laughs> That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. As they say in the church, let me tell you about my God. You know how they play that? Wish I had a tambourine. That's how I felt. I got this unexpected notification on the sneakers app. I'm sorry. Hold on. I feel like we've heard this before. Am I having deja vu? No. Oh. You're not. I know I just talked about the sneakers app a couple of episodes ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I promise I don't spend all my money on shoes. So anyway, I'm sitting there on my laptop. I was probably editing an episode. Minding my business. Then bloop, bloop, get a little notification on the iPhone. Not bloop, bloop. It just dropped down real fast. It said, you are invited to an early, exclusive access to purchase the Jordan 11 cool gray colorway. Like a week and a half before it officially drops. I clicked them buttons so fast. (laughs) Had my credit card number plugged in there real fast. I'm so happy. I've been waiting for these shoes for like 10 years. Wow. That's the last time they retroed them. Wow. And I didn't get them then, and I should have got them. Wow. I didn't want to pay the reseller markup. Mm. So to get them at retail price, mm. just feeling blessed. Felicitaciones. <laughs> anyway. I, I guess, I, I feel like I've heard of Cool Grays. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed them to you. I feel like I mean I know it's not the same level, but I feel like it's like people hear about a Birkin bag, but they don't know the ins and outs and the different types. Maybe mm-hmm. so. I'm like yeah, cool gray is cool gray. The exclusivity, you know, they only come around every now and then. I feel like you're like seeding me to be like get me more comfortable with the idea of a Birkin bag purchase. Like, you're trying to, like, you know, put us on the same level. Like, yeah, your shoes that cost, like, 1% of the cost of a Birkin bag are, like, the same thing. I. It's like a psychological trick that you're trying on me. It's like a Jedi mind trick over here. Okay, look. First of all, I don't have to manipulate you into doing such things because I am abundant. And if I so choose to manifest myself a Birkin bag, I will do so. And if you feel that it is the same as the cool grays, better for me. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, uh, how are you doing? I am stressed, but too blessed to be stressed. (laughs) But if we're being transparent, it's a lot of stuff going on at the end of the year We're trying to do Christmas gifts and people at work have not gotten the memo that it is time to shut it down. (laughs) They have been tripping since Thanksgiving. I was like, I am full and tired. Let's start, you know, winding down a little bit for the end of the year and the holidays. Um, we talked on the last episode, have a major project that I'm working on. And now it's like down to like the last little details. And that is, um, more energy than I expected. And so everything's kind of converging all at once in holiday activities. Like we took the girls to a parade the other weekend. So lots going on, lots of lists. I have to write things in the moment because I will soon forget them. <laughs> Ask Mick. I blame it on mommy brain, but like also it's just like, you know, you know when your computer 
you know, you start having too many things on that computer and that memory start to get a little funky and mm-hmm. you're like, mm, I can't load this and this because it will crash. Mm-hmm. It's me. <laughs> you got too many tabs open in your browser? I'm out of RAM. <laughs> Is RAM the right one? Yes, yeah, random access memory. Yep, you good. I am out of random <laughs> access memory. <laughs> Where am I? I realized today that I told somebody, I was like, yeah, you know, my mom helps out on Mondays. And they kind of looked at me and then I realized Four hours later that today is Friday. (laughs) So, yeah. But um, I think that in the meantime, in between time, like as I'm trying to juggle all of this, I'm trying to be more thoughtful and intentional about meditation and like because my meditation practice has kind of fallen all the way off because I'm juggling so much. And honestly, y'all, if I have 30 minutes to grab and somebody can hold down the kids, I'm going to go take a nap. That's just how my energy is set up. And so trying to like be intentional about making that meditation time. So I recently like got back on our meditation pillow and like I grabbed 10 minutes and it was a good meditation. I was just like, Mm -hmm. these are the 10 minutes I have. Mm-hmm. And I happened to look and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have this whole bag of crystals from Sedona from October. <laughs> Just still in the bag. Still in the bag. <laughs> ain't thought about them. Ain't look for them. And they're just sitting over here in our meditation space. And I kind of rumbled through there and, and picked one out that I felt like I needed for that day. And it was really nice. And I was like, I need to integrate, reintegrate crystals into like my daily life. They're kind of all around. Mm hmm. I think once you start to, this is, of course, a callback to our episode from last week, the crystals episode. But I think once you start getting as many crystals as we have, they're always around. Mm -hmm. There's there's crystals all over the place. Find a crystal in your purse, in your Mm -hmm. car, (laughs) you know, in your office space. They're everywhere. But trying to be more thoughtful about like, you know what, I'm going to choose this crystal today and set an intention for my day. So I'm trying to do that. Which I think is a nice dovetail. I love that. A nice <laughs> dovetail, dovetail segue into our Chakras and Shotguns Chakra Crystal Set. Oh, yeah. That we launched on the website. They're pre-ordering um, for the month of December. And then we're shipping them out in January. So we're super excited about those. These will be all tumbled stones. So like really good to put in your pocket and your purse and your bra. Um, so really, really, really excited about putting that together for you all. Yes. And as you mentioned that crystal set, it reminded me, I did want to give a shout out to everyone that ordered merch during our Black Friday sale. So if you haven't already gone to our website, chakrasandshotguns.com, we do have a merch store and we ran a nice little Black Friday sale. Um, so follow us on Facebook or Instagram, and you will get notifications when we do other sales. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out. Yeah. So shout out to everyone who purchased their Chakras and Shotguns merch during that sale. We appreciate you. I've been loving the merch. Me too. The mug is great. Mm-hmm. I try not to hog it all the time. <laughs> I try and let you have it. I mean, we could just <laughs> buy another one, but. We're going to get another one. That was a sample mug. So, you know, that's, that's why we have one. Yeah. I oh. love my crew neck sweatshirt. It's yeah. my fave. The hoodie looks great on you. I can't, I don't think I look great in hoodies. You've told me this before. Because of my stature, I'm short and I feel like they eat me up and I look like a little boy, but that's me. Okay. <laughs> and that's my business. So I love a crew neck sweatshirt. That's more my vibe. So, yes, check out the merch store if you haven't already. It's fantastic. Um, You think we should get into the breath work? Yes, let's. So selfishly today, the breath work is something that I need, but I think that we all need because it is a very, very busy time. We have work obligations. Everybody's like, you're in, you're in, you're in. We have family obligations and going into the holidays and it's just very busy. There's in there can be a feeling of Everyone is needing something from you and you're feeling depleted and you're feeling like I'm continuously having to push through and get to the next thing, which is 
not always enjoyable, <laughs> especially when it's things that you want to do and be around people that you love. So let's just take a moment to find some stillness and some mindfulness and be present before we continue on with our day. So find a comfortable seat. And let's start with three cleansing deep breaths. Inhale in through your nose. Holding at the top. And exhale deeply out through your mouth. Let's do that again. Inhale in through your nose. Holding at the top. And sighing out through your mouth. Last one together. Inhale in through your nose. Expanding your belly. Hold at the top. And exhale this time through your nose. Now that we've taken some deep breaths together, I want us to just be present in this moment. Feel where your body meets the earth or your seat. Notice where your mind starts to wander or drift? Are you thinking about your to-do list? What you're supposed to be doing next? Note that those things will still be there when we're done today and come back into your body. I want you to intentionally Set your mind on the feeling of gratitude and what that feels like. What does it feel like to receive a beautiful gift from someone that you love? Feel that feeling in your body. And turn that inward as you give yourself gratitude for all of the things that you're juggling. All of the things that you're accomplishing. Even if sometimes it doesn't feel like you're doing as much as you could do or that you should do. Be grateful for just showing up and being present today. As we wrap up the breath work, I'd like you to say this affirmation and repeat it to yourself when you feel like you're not pushing through enough or you're not trying hard enough or you're not getting as many things done as you could today. So repeat after me. My best today is good enough for today. Now let a smile come across your face. And let's get into the episode. I like want to give us the end of ovation or something over here. That was good. Round of applause. <laughs> Let me see. No. <laughs> Not quite what I was thinking, but I mean... <laughs> We can go with that. I'm so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you, darling. All right. So today we are having a guest on the show. We are welcoming 
an astrology badass mm-hmm. and a friend of ours, Pooja Robinson. Um, Pooja has been studying astrology from an early age. She's used her astrology practice to help her navigate her own spiritual journey. And she now uses her knowledge to help others navigate their own challenges. We've both had readings with her and they have been amazing. Mm-hmm. I've even taken one of her classes that she periodically offers and absolutely loved it. Um, just love kind of soaking up her knowledge um, and just really enjoy having conversations with her. Yeah, I feel like she um, makes astrology really accessible. Mm-hmm. I think for me, as people were like, oh, my big three and and oh, girl, he's a Venus Capricorn. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Um, I think she she breaks it down in a really grounded way. Definitely. Definitely. I agree. Which, I mean, it's not lost on me that like she's bringing the stars to us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's not like so like what it's like you know this is crossing your seventh house and da, 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 da. you're just like what so i love puja i hear scissor in my mind singing that uh, song from black panther all the stars are closer feel me she's bringing you, the bringing the stars closer sorry i was about to have an aside go for it i I don't know lyrics. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. You know, stop acting, dancing, come close. Yes. Shout out to Next. (laughs) SZA, nobody knows what she's saying. Mm -hmm. And you would think that I would appreciate that. But weirdly, it irritates me. I'm sorry. That makes no sense. (laughs) Could you explain a little bit further? (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I know I'm making it up. But and then I'll say, Jennifer, you're making this up. And then I'll go back and listen and I'm like, you too, sis. I don't <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Cause that's what she's singing. That's there there are lyrics to that song. I don't know them verbatim. She's not enunciating. I don't know them. And I've seen the memes. It's not just me. Okay. Where people are like, they just sit there and pretend like they know what in the world Scissor is saying. Without any further ado, <laughs> let's get into our conversation with Pooja. Pooja, thank you so much for being on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, how long you've been doing astrology? Yes. I mean, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's such an honor. Um, I'm originally from Arizona, um, but I'm a California gal now, and I've been kind of working with astrology. I've been studying it since um, 2016, and I've been giving readings since 2019, Um, but it's something that's always been kind of in my world. Um, My mom's a hippie, and so, (laughs) you know, she was really into all of these things before it was cool and trendy. So I grew up like hearing her complain about Mercury retrograde because she's a Gemini. Um, And even, you know, where I grew up, it was, it's in this really small town in Arizona and there's like no light pollution. So I was raised where you could, you know, stare up at the Milky Way. And I have a lot of memories of literally staring up at like the stars and the moon and like asking them questions and like wanting advice when I was going through challenging moments. And it turns out you can actually do that. <laughs> like you can get answers from the stars. Um, so yes, that's how I arrived at astrology. That's super cool. We actually, I don't know if you heard the episode where we talked about being in Sedona uh, and we loved just that whole concept of no light pollution and being able to just to see so many different stars. I downloaded the uh, the night sky app on my phone and I was just like out there for like an hour, just moving my phone around, trying to figure out different constellations. So love that. So let's get into it. So I feel like most people's working knowledge of the Zodiac is horoscopes in the newspaper, or I I guess I sound like a dinosaur in the newspaper (laughs) or online now. (laughs) How do you feel about like the regular, like this is the Gemini horoscope for the month of May. Is it a good intro into astrology or is it entirely too general? I feel like it's a good starting point. I feel like people can get really comfortable, you know, kind of like a teaser taster. 
Um, but the thing with horoscopes is you actually want to read for your rising sign um, versus your sun sign. You, you should still take your sun sign into account, but it's going to be way more accurate if you read for your rising sign. Um, so I know it's kind of a game changer. <laughs> um, but beyond that, I I think they're fine. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to get like too complicated. If it, if it's a complicated answer, we don't have to answer it. But why is the rising sign more accurate than the sun sign? Um, because when we're talking about horoscopes, they're giving you predictions, and it's based upon you know, how the planets are moving and what direction they're going and what they're doing. And so in your birth chart, um, you know, the planets are moving through houses. So they're bringing changes to areas of life. So that's why your rising sign isn't a planet. It's based upon a house. Does that make sense? Got it. Yes. We're going to get into a little bit more about planets and houses really quickly, guys. So just hold on if you have no idea what that means yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk birth charts. Uh, We gave some context on birth charts in episode 18. Uh, So people have kind of a basic idea. Uh, But as a reminder, your birth chart is a snapshot of where each planet was at the moment of your birth. Quick aside, Jen and I both had our birth charts read by Pooja. She did an amazing job. Amazing. Love that. We've gone back and listened to our recordings. Um, So definitely wanted to to shout Pooja out for that. But we also talked about how in episode 18, the sky is divided into 12 slices, each representing a sign of the zodiac. We went through the sun, moon, and rising signs for each of the 12 zodiac signs. Um, But the birth chart is more robust than that. It includes all the planets in our solar system, as well as the 12 houses. Yes, the birth chart is a combination of signs plus planets plus houses. A simple way to think about this is the signs are the how, the planets are the what. And the houses are the where. So we don't have time to cover every combination of sign, planet, and house. But we want to talk a little bit about each planet and each house and how they affect the birth chart. So starting with the planets. Mercury, that's the first planet closest to the sun. It rules thinking and communications. Logic, reason, intelligence, and education are all related to Mercury. In your birth chart, the position of Mercury relates with how you think. Venus in your birth chart deals with how you love, your ability to attract material things, and money. (laughs) Mars is all about what drives you. It is often associated with aggression and war. Mars being kind of the god of war in Roman mythology. Uh, So think about that internal passion that kind of drives you, that fiery nature. That's what... Mars is going to represent in the birth chart. Jupiter is all about growth, success, optimism, and confidence. In your birth chart, it describes how you work with others in the world and your belief system. Saturn is like the dad of the birth chart. It's all about responsibility, rules, and structure. Uh, In your birth chart, Saturn will indicate the responsibilities that will challenge you and the lessons that you need to learn. Totally. And he's really about just something that I wanted to add is that he's really about mastery. And so oftentimes, um, Saturn in your birth chart can show people's careers, because it's something that they are challenged at so much that they're like, you know, what? I'm good at this. Like, (laughs) let me go out in the world and do this. Hmm. I like that one. I'm gonna have to go back and look at mine. Uranus. Yes, that's the pronunciation we're going with these days, right? Uranus? Yes. <laughs> Just anything but Uranus. Just- <laughs> Uranus, along with Neptune and Pluto, it's a generational planet. So they're called generational planets because they move very slowly. And generally, people born in the same generation have these planets in the same sign on their birth chart. So Uranus in our birth chart shows how our generation is unusual and how we desire to break free from conventions. What have you seen in like millennials or Generation Z? Um, Well, that's the interesting thing is that because we're talking about the generational planets, when you get into a room with people who are much older than you, your parents, your grandparents, that's where those generational planets really start to butt heads um, because they're just like, no, this is too kind of, 
you know, out there. This is too kind of conservative. Um, but personally, in your birth chart, Uranus can show where you're kind of, you know, gifted or brilliant or um, genius almost. Mm. Nice. Um, so Neptune represents the dreams and illusions of our generation and how we seek to express ourselves spiritually. And then finally, Pluto represents the journey of the soul and highlights the permanent changes to the world brought forth by a generation. Yes. Ooh, that depth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And even in your birth chart, Pluto represents power, essentially. It's like your power. Mm. And then we have the houses. So there's 12 houses combined with the zodiac and the planets. We get the full picture of the birth chart. The houses begin where the sun was rising at your birth, and each house follows counterclockwise across the sky. To summarize what the houses represent, house one is about the self and who you are. House two is about possessions and self-esteem. House three is about knowledge, siblings, neighbors, the local environment. House four is about home and family. House five is about romance, creativity, and risk-taking. House six is about health, service to others, and daily responsibilities. Continuing on, house seven is about relationships and business partners. House eight is about shared resources and transformation. House nine is about higher education, religion, law, and philosophy. House 10 is about career, reputation, community, and leadership. House 11 is about social circles, friends, and colleagues. And House 12 is about the subconscious and the unknown. Anything you want to add there, Pooja, on those houses? Um, I think the only one was the second house is really tied to money. Mm. Money, honey, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love this breakdown because... um, you start getting into, or like if you, so we dropped that link for um, astro-charts.com. It's like an easy place to like pull your birth chart for free. And they're saying like, your son's in this house and this is in this. And and it's kind of like, wait, I need to just break it down. Um, Because I think you would assume like, okay, I start with my son. So my son is in my first house, but not necessarily. Some people's are, I think make yours is right. Yeah. Um, but I think mine's in my ninth, I think. So, you know, and that's where it picks up and then you go from there. So um, just keep that in mind when you're looking at your birth chart. So, Pooja, what do you love the most about reading birth charts? Um, I think what I really love is how different each chart is. Um, you know, I am a Gemini son. And my Mercury is in Gemini. (laughs) So I get bored really easily. I love newness. I love change. I love being curious. And each chart is so different that it brings that element of excitement where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun to explore this chart. Um, And even beyond that, I think it's so interesting to look at a chart and kind of get really like heady and dive into it and, you know, all the intellectual pieces and parts of it, and then actually sit with the chart holder, the person in front of me and see all of that come to life. Um, I just, I geek out on it, to be honest. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So what are some helpful things that, that people can learn from their birth chart in working with an astrologer? Um, I mean, your birth chart is essentially a map of your soul. So if you really want to understand yourself at a soul level, um, that's how astrology can help. It's like, it's going to explain all of the nuances, all of the complexities, all of the contradictions, it's all contained within your chart. Um, And then beyond that, it's going to give you insight into kind of the future, you know, it's like, okay, what are my upcoming challenges or changes or opportunities? Um, And then even if you want to go beyond that, it's like you can work with an astrologer to choose like a wedding date, or you can work with an astrologer to figure out where to move. Um, There's so many ways that you can use astrology beyond just, you know, understanding yourself, or, you know, just reading your horoscope for fun. (laughs) So um, one thing I've been curious about with reading people's birth chart is, 
Well, let me back up. We actually got a question. Um, and I always try and we try and watch ourselves when we like throw out a word that someone might not be familiar with. And it was alignment. Someone was like, can you explain what being in alignment means? And for me, I usually say it's like path of least resistance. Like things are just moving exactly how you kind of want them to with ease. It doesn't feel like this project or this goal is pushing this huge like boulder uphill. As a, as a reader, as an astrology reader or an astrologer, um, do you see people's birth charts and then ask them what they do or what they're doing and it's completely out of alignment? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time, um, but oftentimes um, I'll work with clients, for example, in like a corporate setting. Um, and, you know, they'll have all the indicators of being this person who is a creative and who should be, you know, running their own business. Um, and they're working in like corporate finance or something like that. And I'm just like, are you, are you happy? And they're like, no. Um, so absolutely. The people, the people that come to me where I feel like the reading is super easy. It's usually people are so in alignment with their chart. It's like they're living, um, and expressing all of the kind of planets and placements, um, in a way that is like truthful versus just kind of being like, well, I do like this, but I'm going to go this direction instead. Mm. I love that. They also are like, Oh, thank you. I knew <laughs> something wasn't right. I'm supposed to be an artist and I'm in a cubicle and it's just not for me. I love that. Yes. Can we take a look at a celebrity birth chart and call out a couple of placements just so our listeners can get a, understanding of how sign planet and house come into play? Yes, absolutely. So um, one of my personal faves, like I've literally memorized her birthday, um, is Beyonce. <laughs> and so I love her chart so much. And you did such a good job of explaining just her big three. Um, so we're going to kind of build on that. So... Um, yes, you guys already talked about her big three, but in her chart, um, she has what's actually called a stellium. Um, so that's when you have multiple planets in one sign. So not only is she a Libra rising, that Libra ascendant, um, you know, you referenced her being really like gracious and kind. Um, she also has four other planets in Libra. <laughs> so she has her Mercury there. Um, she has her Venus there. She has her Jupiter and her Saturn there. Um, so we'll start with her Mercury. Um, Mercury, right, being the mind. In the sign of Libra, it tends to be very diplomatic. Um, Libra is a social sign, so it's very aware of, um, you know, social graces. And um, it just has that kind of emotional intelligence behind it. Um, so she is someone who's very aware of how other people are going to perceive her or how other people are going to, um, you know, process things. Um, she's just very, very self-aware. Um, and then her Venus is also in Libra. Um, and this just points to like how much of a lover she is, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like if her Venus was in Gemini, like lemonade wouldn't exist. Like she'd be like, you know what, Jay, like peace. Like <laughs> I'm freaking Beyonce, I'm leaving. But her Venus in Libra, which is like the ultimate sign of romance, right? Because Venus is how you love. In the sign of Libra, it's like, I am concerned with partnership because Libra is about partnership. It's about balance. Um, so she is someone who's very, very concerned with harmony in her relationships and just committing to people like she is a like long-term like partner that's that's her end game that's her goal um not even just in romance it's like with friends and with family too um and both of these her mercury and her venus are in the 12th house um mm. so we kind of touched on the 12th house being this place about you know it's kind of like it can be spirituality um it can be healing um, and so if you look at, for example, black is king, I feel like this part of her chart really jumped out with the idea of, um, you know, just all of the spiritual symbolism that, that came into mm -hmm. black is king. 
Um, and even with all of the stuff she has in her 12th house, the 12th house is very tied to like behind the scenes energy. Um, so when you have 12th house stuff, like you need a lot of time by yourself. And it's almost like the energy of making moves in silence. It's like what I'm doing is very behind the scenes. You're not going to know about it until I drop it on Instagram mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> break the internet. Wow, that's her completely. <laughs> if someone just gave you this birth chart and of course like you didn't know that it was Beyonce's birthday, <laughs> would she would her birth chart look like someone like if you saw it would you say like, "Oh yeah, you are this huge star, amazing singer." Is that kind of what the stars had planned out for her? Um, I would definitely say so. She has so many indicators of just like star power, star energy. Um, Both her Venus and her Pluto are right on top of her ascendant. So again, the ascendant being kind of how you rise up to meet the world and people's first impression of you. So Venus, Venusian energy is very popular and likable. And Plutonian energy, when you have Pluto on the Ascendant, it's um, very, like, powerful and very, um, just, like, magnetic and just, like, people are drawn to you. It's like, yes, if if I didn't know this was Beyonce, I would still think this person had something going on. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yes. Awesome. So I think that gives folks kind of a a general idea of how you can look at different elements of a birth chart and and pull different things out of it. Can we talk a little bit about transits and how, like what a transit is and how that could affect, you know, a person? Absolutely. So effectively a transit is um, how the planets are moving in relation to your chart. Um, So a transiting planet is going to be moving along through the sky Um, But then it's also going to be moving through your birth chart. And so transits are tracking the movement of the planets in relation to you to understand how it impacts you personally. Um, And that's why I'm kind of like meh about horoscopes because they do, you know, again, when you read for your rising sign, it's like you're touching on the transit portion of that. Um, But I just love things that are really, really personalized, like instead of a vague generalized thing I just love getting that like insight where it's like wow yeah this is really what I'm going through right now how far out can you look at your transits like could I say I want to look at what's going on in 2025 for me or does it have to be you know up and coming no so you can look this is like the craziest thing. You can look at transits for like thousands of years into the future. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so with that, is it possible for them to shift it all? Or is it kind of the transits are the transits and we're along for the ride? So the transits are set in stone. Like I said, because you can, you know, forecast so far out into the future, that's what it is. But what will change is the manifestation of that transit. Um, And that could be based upon where you're at. Like maybe you move to a different city and so it manifests differently. Or maybe you kind of go on this spiritual journey and you become more aware and mature. It's like you might handle that transit better because you understand um, what it's trying to teach you. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the cars are still being dealt, but you play them a little differently. Yes, exactly. I like that. I like that. Thanks for the explanation, Pooja. Um, is there a specific transit that we can talk about maybe on a celebrity birth chart that highlights kind of the power of a transit for a given person? Absolutely. So one of my favorites is um, Cardi B. <laughs> um, she, when she blew up, she was having her Jupiter return. And so Jupiter in astrology is a planet that's very expansive. It likes to blow things up. Like whatever it touches, it's like, yes, like go big or go home. Um, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if like Texas has some like strong Jupiter energy somewhere in its birth chart. Um, And this is an aside, but planets or not planets, I'm sorry, cities and places can have birth charts. Um, So yes, circling back (laughs) to Cardi B. 
So when she was blowing up, she was going through her Jupiter return. And a return in astrology is when a planet returns to um, the point that it's at in your birth chart. And this kind of marks the ending slash beginning of a new cycle. And so with Jupiter, because he's such a um, auspicious planet that deals with abundance, um, it's almost this year where you kind of get, you know, luck and growth and just like magic sprinkled upon you. Um, And for Cardi B, um, yeah, it's like she released Bodak Yellow, June 16, 2017. And Jupiter was five degrees away from her sun. And so as it continued to move forward, eventually it hit her sun. um, And then she just continued to blow up. Um, And the sun in astrology is you, it's yourself. And so all of a sudden she had all of this fame, right? Because again, Jupiter likes to expand things. So it was this year where she was kind of destined to have the support and magic of Jupiter. Um, But she also put in the work, you know, it's like she had been making mixtapes, she had been rapping, she had been doing all of that. And Jupiter just came along and was like, cool, let's like make it bigger. (laughs) Got it. Got it. I love that. I I also love what you said that she was putting in the work because with a lot of, you know, people are like, I'm just going to get a reading. I'm going to get a reading and I'll find out what the future holds or what do, you know, what do the tarot cards say or what does my chart say? And there's, I feel like there's this, I don't know if you'd call it a cop out or you can sometimes feel like, well, it's already predetermined. I don't necessarily need to show up. But what you're saying is like, oh yeah, Bodak Yellow, like she was destined for fame, but she was doing the work. Someone could have given her a reading and said like, you're destined to be a huge rapper. And like, she never wrote anything and it, and it just like didn't happen. My question probably would be with the stars and you know, your birth chart is your birth chart. That's when you showed up. The transits are the transits. Um, how can people best utilize the the things that are fixed in their favor to like see the changes that they want to see? I think that it really comes down to awareness and understanding of what kind of the upcoming transit represents. Um, you know, especially with like a challenging one, it's like, okay, what what's the potential lesson here? Um, because each planet kind of has this symbolism tied to it that can represent a lesson, you know, with Saturn, it's like growing up and being more responsible and getting real, essentially, like getting, you know, kind of coming to grips with reality. Um, with Pluto, it's about releasing and purging and stripping away things that you know, aren't good for you. Um, so I think that's kind of a good way to navigate transits is to I almost use them as like a honestly I do like a set and forget situation where I'll like review my transits be like okay this is probably what's gonna happen and then live my life and then I'll reflect back and be like oh is this like how did this manifest and what did I learn from it or you know if things start getting bumpy and the turbulence is going I'm like okay (laughs) where are we at with this transit Um, because I think astrology is great in that it gives you like structure and a framework, but you still have that kind of freedom and flow within it. It's like, there's this really great quote that is something along the lines of, um, the stars incline, they do not compel. So it's like, we still are autonomous beings, (laughs) you know, we can still do what we want. Um, but I think it almost like, it's getting kind of heady here, but it's almost like it just begs the question of, you know, do you want to like, just completely do your own thing and like, lean really far into free will? Or do you want to kind of live a little bit more in, in alignment and have that ease? You mm. know, because like, I could go to TJ right now and start like doing really problematic things, but I won't. But I won't because <laughs> it's not in alignment with me, but I could. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, so if folks want to, you know, check out their transits and, and keep track of them, are there any apps or websites that you would recommend? 
Um, yes. So one of my favorite apps is called Time Passages. Um, it's not super aesthetically pleasing. It's very, <laughs> it's kind of like very, um, not necessarily robotic, but it's very just like cut and dry. Like this is what this is. Um, but I kind of like that because you're not getting like some apps can be very, um, almost poetic to the point where it's like, what are you actually telling me? <laughs> mm. Like, what does this actually mean? And I'll have clients who use this specific app that I will not name. And they're like, what does this mean? Like, is something bad going to happen? Um, so definitely time passages is my favorite um, for tracking your transits. And then a website, there's one called astro-seek. Um, and when you first pull it up, it's a little bit weird because it's also kind of like, I think a dating website, um, which is so weird. But <laughs> there's a ton of um, tools on there, like an abundance of tools um, to track your transits and do all sorts of other good stuff. Mm. I'm going to have to check that one out. I also just wanted to quickly plug your transits class. I don't know how often you, you do them, um, but I, I took one of Pooja's classes on transits and, and learned a ton. So if that is uh, something that's, you know, piques your interest, check out her website, um, PoojaRobinson.com. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> if someone wanted to get more into astrology, They've got the apps. Any other resources that you would suggest, like if, if any books that they should maybe pick up? You know, we love books <laughs> over here on Shockers and Shotguns. Um, just any other helpful tools or tricks? Yes. So one of my favorite books, um, it's actually a workbook, and it's called Astrology for Real Life by Teresa Reed. Um, and I just like it because it's, I feel like she does a really good job of making it fun and playful and accessible. Um, a lot of astrology books can be very dense and um, kind of stuffy and dry. So I would almost start there um, and then kind of maybe dip your toe into the more academic ones. But I f- again, I feel like this one is very accessible. Mm. I like that one. All right, Pooja. So we have a non-astrology related question. We just released our episode on bug out bags a couple of weeks ago. And so we thought it'd be fun going forward to ask all of our guests, um, you know, besides kind of the basic food and water, what is one thing that you would absolutely want to include in your bug out bag if you had to bug out to somewhere else that was safe? Just one thing. <laughs> Um, I have thought about it. Can I do like three things? Is that okay? Go for it. Okay. So my first is a notebook and then a pen and they would both be like the waterproof ones. Um, just because again, I'm a Gemini. It's like, I have so many thoughts. So if shit is really hitting the fan, I feel like I need to just calm myself down and like journal (laughs) things out. Um, and then my other kind of non-negotiable is Flonase. Like, <laughs> I love nature and nature does not love me back. So if this is like turning into a situation where we're having to like go out into the wilderness for safety, I just don't want to have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. All right. Um, so Pooja, do you want to tell folks where they can find you and maybe talk about some of the the great offerings that you have I already mentioned the the class that um, I took from your from your site? Um, but if there's anything else you want to highlight, let us know. Sure. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Pooja Robinson. Um, I have two kind of main offerings. The first one is called Astrological Alignment. So if you've never had your birth chart read, I recommend that one. Um, We cover your birth chart, but then we also kind of bring in a little bit of transits and then um, something called progressions, which is internal changes. Um, And then I have another one called spatial awareness. So if you already have had your birth chart read, um, that's kind of the next step where that is where we're going to dive deep into your transits, um, into all sorts of astrological techniques to really give you insight into what's coming up for you. So that's kind of that's what I do. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Pooja. We really enjoyed this conversation. I think our listeners will get a ton of you know useful tips and, and insight into astrology. 
We have quite a few folks who are new to it. So I'm sure this will help to clarify some things. We just really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about it. Yes. Please go check out Pooja's Instagram, her website, go get a reading. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I, it's a lot of information, a lot of symbols, like Mick said, but it, I, I just loved it. I loved my reading. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both for having me on here. I really appreciate it. All right. We just want to thank Pooja again. I'm sure we will invite her back in the future as we continue to explore other aspects of astrology. We also have a couple of astrologers in our network that we are friends with and that we plan to have on the show. So stay tuned if you're into astrology and want to learn more. Yes. And I would like to say that this is a friendly reminder that when you do get a reading, if you can record it, do so. Um, Because as we were talking to her, I remembered that I was we were coming up on something that she had said was in my transits. And I went back and looked in my notes and I still need to go back and listen, re-listen to that part of my reading. But it was about like, I was going to have a whole bunch of shit going on and I needed (laughs) to learn how to be efficient and like juggle a bunch of different things. And um, yeah. It's like the Oprah meme. Here we are. And here we are. And I'm about to be the Viola Davis meme and get my purse and go. (laughs) (laughs) Your girl's tired. (laughs) But I will be, um, that will be my action item to look for synergies and what's the other corporate speakers synergies and um ways to be transformational as as we find efficiencies and synchronicities and ways to sync all of the things okay steve uh from accounting we 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 get (laughs) why they always gotta be from accounting because the the accountants are the boring ones oh no (laughs) we have accountant friends you're right my bad (laughs) <laughs> he said i said what i said the one i'm thinking of is behind mad episode she'll hear this like next wow. next week next year sometime so she'll she'll come holler her husband day. might tell her <laughs> he caught up so anyway um, guys check out our website chakrasandshotguns.com feel free to email us if you have any questions chakrasandshotguns at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram and youtube And finally, if you're loving the show, please subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and leave us a review. People read those reviews when they're trying to figure out if they should listen to the podcast. So we really appreciate Mm -hmm. you guys leaving those. Namaste. Namaste.